0: what am I a runner all of a sudden because I'm a Leo like screw you I can't run (laughs) like come
1: on this is queen speaking what's the difference between a boss and a queen when you're a queen you're owning every aspect of your life from work to money to relationships there are no boundaries you can't pause who you are the challenge is how to own it what makes you you we're in this together Let's break out of our comfort zone and learn the tools to rise to our own potential. Hit your goals, then set the bar higher. Ready to join us? Welcome to Queen Speaking. I'm Brianna. And I'm Sid. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. <laughs> How are you? Uh,
0: it's been a, a, a week. Yeah. Should we get right into it? Let's get right into <laughs> okay. it.
1: Tell me your. Uh... I just feel like I had a really busy week this week, like a lot happening. And I know that we've talked about these things on how to handle these appropriately in the future. Um, But I'm now taking a very strong self-care Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I work from home, but for some reason, the like home vibe working at home this week was just like mentally taxing for me instead of rejuvenating like it normally is. Yeah. So I felt like I... I had a lot of stuff going on so like just long days lots of stuff to get done and then evening activities as well some work related some not work related but I know it's just a constant like just having this moment is a reminder to myself build in breaks Mm -hmm. take a minute because I just I have a lot to do so I just hop from one thing to the next instead of you know, prioritizing like I should and taking many breaks like we've discussed, like we've that is that is helpful. <laughs> I will say
0: that you are usually very much on top of the like, we talked about this and looky here, I implemented it. And I'm always like, I'm gonna, like, I'll get to it. So I think that it was time for you to have a week that you recognize that that's something that you usually do, but you just couldn't do it this week. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, it was uh, poor planning. Over, I overdid it. Yeah. And so the lesson here is if you mix your time up and don't do things according to you know what you have normally set for yourself, take a breather, mm-hmm. look forward to Friday evening, mm-hmm. and rebuild it in. And so I looked at my week next week, and I made sure that I tossed in a couple half hours for just mental pause. Mm -hmm.
0: And like figure yeah and figuring out like okay in that mental pause what do I need? How do I prepare for what I need? And just like going through those steps is super important. So I'm glad that you are self-care Sunday-ing and will like take a breath.
1: Yeah it's necessary. Absolutely. But I feel like also you're you sent me an email earlier this week that talked about you know building in such a great
0: article. <laughs> I like, I wanted to make it my inspiration, but I almost assumed that you did, <laughs> which next week we'll talk about that. <laughs> but it was that, and it was all about time and how you use your time, and it was just so good. We'll share it on social.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that, as a creative or someone who needs to be creative, reminding myself that it's okay for me to claim free time as work time because in that time it's like I have to be creative and write a bunch of copy for stuff or like I have to be creative and come up with you know a bunch of pitches for something so it's requiring me to like brainstorm and in order for me to have ideas I need to allow myself to have a mental break Mm -hmm. where I'm not a manager where I'm like running from where I'm like working in 30 minute blocks instead I'm working in like Half-day chunks. Yeah, where it's like, get these three things done first thing in the morning, and then the afternoon is time for brainstorming or writing or whatever. So, oh, sorry, guys. We got some overhead planes. <laughs> we needed some
0: air, so we, we popped a window. <laughs> so, yes, uh, airplanes. <laughs> um, I love that article, and I never thought of anything that way. And because I think my mentality is always like my, my, what's the word? My attention span happens in like half hour to hour chunks. And so I always base my workload on that versus in half day chunks. And that's just never been a reality for me. But reading that article and thinking about people I know who work in the creative space and you yourself. And I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense to just like To break up that half hour chunk with a meeting or a phone call or something like that, like throws off your entire process, which I never thought about because it's not the way that I personally work. And I think that I wouldn't be able to work that way. Um, So I just I loved that article because it made it real for someone who doesn't who doesn't work that way. And I was like, oh, this is how those people work. (laughs) That makes so much sense. So it's I true. enjoyed that one. Yeah. So we'll we'll throw that one in social and uh, share that out.
1: Excellent. Yes. What about What's uh, the haps for you? So big
0: update this week. I'm doing my jazz hands because I hit my savings goal.
1: Woo. Yes, Sid. Woo. Go, Sid. Get it.
0: Yeah. If we had champagne, we'd pop it. We'll throw in. We'll ask our lovely uh, producer to throw in like maybe a sound bite <laughs> <laughs> if we could. Thanks, Dan. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was super exciting. Worked with Chelsea. She is obviously, I've talked about her a lot. She has been like my, I don't even want to say guru because sometimes guru feels cheesy to me. She has been like my... Everything throughout this process, as, par- as far as planning goes. So, like, start to finish, she has been there. So, if you remember back from our budget update episode, like when all we talked about was budget, I had a really long way to go. And she reminded me the day before I was going to be able to pay or put the rest of my goal into my savings account um, because the following day I was going to get paid. So we do like a check in the day before and she's like, this is what you're going to do and just as a reminder, this is where you started in October and this is where you are now because you did that, like you did the work and I couldn't do it without so, so many people but like it does feel really good to have hit the goal that we that I honestly have been thinking about for like four years, to be totally honest. And I remember telling someone four years ago saying like, this is my savings goal. And I just didn't know how and I didn't care to learn how. Um, So this feels like a really big deal. And I will say that I took myself out for wine and a piece of cake last night. um, As a celebratory moment. As a celebratory moment. It was like just a really good like... I needed some quiet time to work on some things, and I was like, you know what? Instead of going home, let me, like, have some cake, have some wine, give myself this moment to, like, celebrate a little bit because I think I needed I needed to give myself a pat on the back and and make it a big deal for myself. (laughs) So so that was really great. It feels really, really good. And so thinking about what the next piece of this is um, and what has to come next is uh, Chelsea has been wanting me to get a new car for quite some time now. So we will look at how I am thinking about that probably for like 2019. Um, So she's like, we're basically going to feel Like, we're zeroing out and rebuild the savings. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing there for the cargo. I also have goals around like philanthropy and investing. So, all of those things will be like another conversation with her, but it feels good. I feel like I'm like leveling up a little bit. I'm like, oh, I hit the savings goal and now I get to move on to chapter two (laughs) and figure out how to make the next
1: goal happen. So, that feels really good. That's so amazing. And I feel like I always, just hearing your updates, I'm so impressed every time because I feel like I still don't have that wherewithal in some ways of, like, how I look at my budget. And to see you super dedicated and, like, just the fact that you were able to ask someone for help and within, like, what feels like a six-month time frame, you've, like, checked all these boxes and, like, have goals set for yourself, It's that's awesome. And Thanks, I'm, Brown. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Next time I'll invite you for cake. Hey. <laughs> so we would can love celebrate to. together. <laughs> so what is your inspiration this week, Brown? So I feel like we're finally starting to see spring on the horizon. Yes. And <laughs> while I was uh, working from my couch today because it was that kind of day.
0: You need to be like fully horizontal. Horizontal
1: (laughs) with my laptop on my my tummy. Um, I saw the sun shining through my windows and noticed how terribly stained and dirty they were (laughs) from just the grossness that was winter. Yeah. And I found this great article on spring cleaning tips from apartment therapy. Mm -hmm. And I feel like They actually had some good recommendations on the actual timeframes that you should set to do each of these activities, which I think is really helpful because like, sometimes you get the idea in your head, like, I'm going to wash all my windows today. And you're like, how long does that actually take? And you're like, it's a day-long process, (laughs) so prepare yourselves. (laughs) Um, But also, like, what do you need to prepare for? But one of the things um, that I really appreciated about the article is that they actually recommend half water, half vinegar as a mix for, like, an all-natural cleaning solution hmm. that actually can be pretty streak-free, which I was surprised by. So I don't and, like to effective. use, like, yeah, some, like, questionable blue stuff. <laughs> well,
0: you have I – mean, I mean, we've been friends for a long time now, and I know that you have been, like, every year taking steps to, like, get rid of all of the, like – scary chemical-based things and really turn it over into, like, the natural-based stuff. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is totally up your alley to find something that is very straightforward, very simple, but also, like, isn't... You have no idea why it's blue. (laughs) Yeah, you're
1: like, what is this? (laughs) But anyway, um, a fun fact that came through in the article that I had no... Like, this seemed counterintuitive to me. But they said, don't wash your windows in the sun because that that will cause streaking because of the heat from the sun. Yeah. And so if it's like a little bit of a shady day, that's your best time to do it.
0: And you're not wasting a sunny day cleaning your windows I feel like that's also a a thing to take away but you know what apartment therapy has like consistently bringing fire articles lately like Mm -hmm. everything they're talking about is incredibly relevant they're on top of it they obviously this is their thing they know trends they know what's important to people what people want to know about and this is obviously timely because we have finally finally seen the sun for more than like 10 seconds, but also like this is a thing people want to do now that they can like feel like they can go outside and they want to bring people into their home and like entertain a little bit more. So how do you kind of flip your whole place over, clean it, and get it ready for the folks to come in and enjoy your
1: space? Exactly. Especially from someone like me who loves to host a friend. Loves
0: to host a cheese board, a, Mm -hmm. a few a handful bottles of wine. Yes. So this is, I totally expect this from you. I'm excited to read this article.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. They had some other good tips too, but that was my personal highlight. The standout. That's great. What about you? So
0: I have always had a very big place in my heart for pop culture. And I always thought that I was like, a silly person for being so like dialed in to what was happening in pop culture. And I got made fun of for it. And I like took heat for it. And that's fine, because I still loved it. But this great article from Man Repeller came out um, earlier this month that was talking about the problem with not caring about pop culture. And it really talked about how people have made you feel bad for wanting to know more about like what's happening in this pop culture world. And what I appreciate is like pop culture is consistently changing and evolving and like not being locked into it doesn't make you cool. It makes you unaware of what's like happening in the world around you. And I think especially right now where so much of what is happening in pop culture is also like what's happening in our political world. So not knowing what's happening in pop culture is also being totally uninformed about like major movements that are happening in our everyday life. So I just liked how like it was some kind of validation that I probably shouldn't have needed, but in my heart of hearts, definitely needed because they made it, the author made it okay to be like, it's okay that you know what's happening with the Kardashians, just like, you know, it's okay to know what's happening with our current political administration. Like those things don't have to be super separate because they all are in front of your face all day every day lately Mm -hmm. so it doesn't it's not a bad thing to want to know about pop culture and it's just something i've always found super interesting it's something that i like it's the the most articles i read are around pop culture just because i find it super super interesting so that article gave me some solace that what i appreciate is not silly
1: i agree with you and the entertainment industry is the entertainment industry for a reason because it gives us life, right? Not everybody has to be into it, right? Or like you know, there's. It's all
0: about balance. It is. And I thought that like some of the things that they talked about specifically that people will say like, who like you you like you're being judged by saying like a name of a famous person and someone's like oh who's that like giving you attitude that they're so above it that they don't know who that
1: is it's like. You could be like, well, you're just misinformed. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) so you're not
0: paying attention. And, like, to think that in this – you can tell me this is silly. But, like, to think that the Kardashians specifically have not had a major role in the way things happen in entertainment and in fashion and in things that, like, matter to a lot of people – you're crazy. Like, it, because it, they do, they have influence. And like, whether you like it or not, they do. And one of the things they pulled out specifically is like someone saying, like, what's a Kardashian? Like, like, oh, you're so dumb because you know what that is. And I'm like, it's not. It's literally in front of my face every single day in like a very aggressive way. So maybe you're the person who is out of touch, not in a good way, when you don't know who some of these people are because they're like kind of running our
1: social. <laughs> calendars in a way and to be fair they've actually with the like reality tv fame have used that power that they've gained in just the social eye in that capacity to build insane companies yes like kim's makeup line uh the Kylie's kylie everything. lip kit. yeah like it's good crazy. american Jeans. Denim, yeah, like everything,
0: yeah, and and there is never going to be another meme that for me will replace like the devil works, but Chris Jenner works harder. <laughs> like nothing will ever replace that meme for me as being like just genius. Like that's so true because that woman works. Like she works, and so. I don't watch the Kardashian show, but you better believe I know exactly what every single one of those people are doing all the time. You don't need to watch the show to know what their companies are, what they're involved in, Mm -hmm. who they're dating, who they've recently broken up with, all those things. Like, they're in your face. So I just really like that article because it's like, you're not better than anybody because you choose to stay away from what is, like, happening all the time or all around us.
1: And I think you're also the type of person that... I got (laughs) you. You have to know. You're definitely like, you want to be in touch with everything that's happening. But as a person and like how you work in the community, you're very much in touch with what other people have going on. And you're like, you're interested because you actually care. Yeah. And so it's the same. So like the fact that it does interest you from like a celebrity standpoint is like, I'm interested because I care. So Mm -hmm. like it goes across all levels the same way.
0: Absolutely. And I will say there's a great podcast that has a different topic line than what we talk about so please go listen to it because they're phenomenal but it's called Keep It from Crooked Media and like what they do is talk about pop culture as it relates to politics and how it impacts like our social lives and everything that we do every day and honestly I am like wowed by the amount where all three of the hosts can like pull back into the depths of pop culture from many many years past and just like throw a fantastic reference at something and I'm just like oh my god like I want to be that way (laughs) like that's my goal is to be able to be like throwing all those awesome and such like fantastic and and good references where they matter and where they count so like that that podcast just does it for me when it comes to pop culture yeah so I love it. That's my inspiration. (laughs) Not long-winded
1: at all. (laughs) All right, Sid, give it to me straight. What are we hitting at today?
0: Okay, so this week we are talking about something that a lot of people think about every day, kind of helps people in their lives, kind of informs what they do all the time. Um, we're talking about astrology. We're talking about astrological signs. We're talking about how they affect or don't affect the way that you do things every day. And this topic is super, super interesting to me because I know people, Brian, <laughs> who check in with their app on a regular basis and you send me sometimes like, oh my God, this is so on point. I'm like, it totally is. I'm one of those people that will check it like when I need like a little pick me up or I just want to know like what the stars are saying that day. But it's a really interesting topic and I'm excited to get into it today because we, I think, both found some really interesting things around Mm -hmm. millennials specifically and how we as a generation relate to astrology and how serious some people take it and how not serious some people take it media around astrology and and the the power players within the astrology world so this is an interesting topic for sure
1: yeah and i think if we break it down it's definitely a polarizing topic because yeah. you're one way or the other you're it's very often that you'll bring up like well i'm a taurus and someone's like i don't even know what my sign is and i'm like you're out of the loop I'm <laughs> like what's your birthday because <laughs> i know that by heart <laughs> No, but the reality is, you know, in this situation, what power are you giving astrology? Yeah. Because it really does go deeper than your daily horoscope. And if you're looking at it just for, like, the fluff, then that's one thing. But you can actually use it as, you know, a guiding factor in your life, inspiration, um, or kind of motivation for improving your life in a lot of ways. I feel like some of the things that I found interesting when I was just doing some reading on it is that people actually took the time to to level with the stuff that was coming up in, like, a specific time frame for their life and realizing, like, hey, this is actually real and I need to, like, stop giving energy to relationships that, you know, don't give back to me. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I realize that I'm doing some unhealthy things with my life or, you know, working in a job that doesn't give me satisfaction. Right. And so using kind of those cues from your astrological chart can help kind of give you a different perspective, like utilizing it as your own version of therapy in a way can be helpful. And it's just, you know, picking and choosing what impacts you Mm -hmm. or diving really deep into it and getting, you know, a full chart reading and having a conversation with someone. You can go in a lot of directions, Mm but um, I think it is interesting just as a topic in general. So
0: I totally agree. And I, like, I think – What I'm excited and was excited to learn a lot about is, like, do I use this as a crutch? Do I rely on this too heavily? Do I only use it, like, when I need a little, like, push in the right direction? And I think so many... I'm a Leo, so I'll just put that out there. I'm a Leo. Yeah, like, let's start. Sid's a Leo. (laughs) I'm
1: a Taurus.
0: Yes. And I think we both very much identify with our signs. So I know I've heard you reference, like, this is why I make that decision in this way. And this is how I react to things. And I do the same thing because, you know, a Leo is a lot, a lot of everything. And somebody's like, oh, you're such a Leo because you're like, totally loving the spotlight. And I'm like, that's just because I'm a Leo. Like that's got to be the only reason. (laughs) And I think I sometimes refuse to believe that it's just because sometimes I get a little narcissistic and like the spotlight. Like that's, and I think sometimes coming to terms with the things that you say make you that sign, like based on personality traits or like ways of doing things like negative or positive, you're like, I kind of want to like throw it at someone else. Like I don't want to take the ball on this one. I don't want to like claim that it's just who I am. I want to like say it's for another reason. So it was interesting to learn more about that and say, like, oh, I guess I do kind of, like, use it in that way and and kind of trying to pass the ball to the stars versus hold on to it myself.
1: It's true. And the reality is that, yes, you are kind of one to be in the spotlight. But if, if that's something that you pick out that resonates with you, and acknowledging that like that's you being like here's an important characteristic to my personality that has an impact on how i perceive myself and how the world perceives me so utilizing that information to benefit you like here's here's how we're gonna have this conversation of like here's the reality of what's happening today right people care about this and here's some tools to, <laughs> to like, <laughs> lean on or just to explore a little bit more yes absolutely so uh are we ready to speak at Queens? We're ready. Let's do it so why Why is this something that you lean on less than I do <laughs> <laughs> i
0: I don't know. I think it's because okay, so I guess lately I'm just gonna go into it lately. I feel like every blog and every Instagram is like what your workout is based on your sign or what your favorite pasta dish is based on your sign or like what beverage you are based on your freaking sign. And I was like, this has got to stop. This has got to freaking stop because it's frustrating because when you're sending me things from like Astrology Zone from Susan Miller Mm -hmm. that are like, grounded in some kind of not even like fact or reality but like in some like hard feeling like there's something behind those readings and and those messages but when like all of these Instagram accounts are just saying like what's your favorite pasta based on your sign and a I'm reading and it's completely wrong and b I'm seeing it and I'm like some people take this as like their belief system or their grounding mechanism and to make fun of it in a way just feels not wrong, but it just feels um, I guess it does feel wrong. It just yeah. feels like it's inauthentic and it just, like, why are you doing that? Like, is it getting you more likes? Are you feeling better about yourself? Like, what is the, the theory behind all of those ways of connecting astrology to pasta or bags and stuff like that? And I'm just, I, I think that's, like, where some of my animosity comes toward it. Because I'm just like, this is dumb. Like, that people are really using it as a as a thing to make fun of other people. And I just hated that.
1: I think that in that sense, they're definitely pushing a little too hard mm-hmm. on the fact that this is a trend for millennials. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that it's taking an element of like kind of a superficial, they're pulling one thing and not necessarily thinking about it in the context as a whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that is ends up being misleading about astrology is that people are actively pursuing this as, like, a career. They do it as a job and are well-versed in a variety of different, you know, studies and things that they can actually pursue to provide real context about, like, what is actually happening in the planets and how that affects a, a sign or, you know, your own basically combination of how everything comes together. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Sid and I are not experts in this field. No, Um, But I think it's just something that has come up in so many different, like, articles that we're reading, what you're saying about Instagram, you know, stuff that pops up in stories. And, you know, it is fun and entertaining. But, like, the reality is, like, there are a lot of people that actually put a lot of heart into doing this from a, like a real standpoint right. that they believe that this has a strong impact on who you are as a person. Yeah. And so I know that you um, you looked up some stuff on, you know, millennials and our reliance on horoscopes. Yes.
0: So I found a couple good ones that I actually it was really good to read it from different perspectives, because, again, like I'm not against astrology by any means. I was, I had a weird obsession with magazines growing up and you know every single one I was flipping to the back to see what the yeah. Leo What's happening was. to me this month. Yeah, and like when they shot Leo to the bottom of the list it was because my birthday had just passed and it also made me very sad that I now had to wait another year for Leo to be like the one that everybody was talking about. <laughs> True Leo. Classic Leo. <laughs> 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 Shooting myself in the foot over and over again. So, I I really loved reading them because I think sometimes when you're in like some kind of turmoil or you're you're just looking I mean for the age group that we are as millennials, I think so much of our lives have also been like fairly uncertain because of the job market as we're coming out of college or because we're trying to make decisions or we're faced with social media, which for us was like a brand new thing when we were coming into this age where it like was a thing. Um, So I think like we were looking for things to help us through those moments. And this is also the generation that was like a little pulling away from like religion and different aspects of things like that. So like if you're pulling away from something that's that's fairly grounding like religion, what do you go to to help you stay grounded in a way? So a couple of these articles um, talk to people that go to different conferences or different panels and conversations around what it is. Um, And some people just simply said it's more of a superstitious thing. And they did it because it was part of their routine. And they needed to do it every day just to feel like nothing bad was going to happen. And it didn't even seem like they were as attached to the message itself, but more the act of just checking in with it. So that was really interesting. Um, A lot of people also talked about the positive affirmation aspect of it like they're using it as something to say like maybe this is a direction you should look at going in um And and putting that positive spin on it versus seeing it as something that was going to bring you down. You're like, I needed like a push in the right direction. So I read my horoscope. I'm taking it for what it is, but maybe I'll like tweak a few things today based on that. I know I always used to try to wait till the end of the day to read the ones that were like in the paper or the ones that they like post up at Starbucks because I was like, did it happen? Do they know? (laughs) Because I think I was like fairly skeptical of the whole process. But again, I still was like, I'm and you know I'm August thirteenth, so. Like, I'm dead middle of the Leo star sign. So if I, I wanted to really believe, like, if someone was telling me how my day was going to go, like, they better be freaking right because I want to believe in this stuff. <laughs> so, and obviously, like, that didn't shake out always. But you're always trying to find things that connect back. So as a millennial... I totally understand why it affects us in a way that might be more intense than for other
1: generations.
0: Um, but I just thought that those like those pulled out um, pieces of information were really interesting.
1: And I know that this is I don't want this to seem like an overgeneralization, but there is a stronger Like, lean toward just the idea of spirituality or just people having different beliefs than, like, the structured um, upbringing that maybe their parents had, being in the church, you know, having some kind of religious structure around their life, or just being more open to questioning things. Mm -hmm. And not that astrology is replacing religion in that sense, but at least providing us some solace in a sense where, like, maybe that's where, you know, a Bible verse came into play or um, something that, you know, your priest or someone at your sermon on that weekend that you went and got a little bit inspired. So it kind of like takes over that element of providing more context around, hey, this is something that you might be facing in your life, and here's a way to handle it. Because like, I think in a lot of ways, people are just looking for like support in some capacity of yeah. like, hey, can you be a guiding force to just give me a little context on like how to survive this terrible moment that I'm going through? Right. So I was reading an article in the Atlantic that quoted Bertram Molly, um, who is a social cognitive scientist at Brown U- University, and he noted that. Full-fledged astrology provides, this is a quote, a powerful vocabulary to capture not only personality and temperament, but also life's challenges and opportunities. To the extent that one simply learns this vocabulary, it may be appealing as a rich way of representing, not explaining or predicting human experiences and life events and identifying some possible paths of coping. And so what I found interesting about that was that it's really using it as our own form of therapy and rich understanding of who we are Mm -hmm. beyond the day and month we're born because when he mentions like full-fledged astrology in that sense it's like looking at your full birth chart and how all of the planets had an impact on you as a person because I think that's something that like we think about it from a very basic level of our sun sign which is your birth day and month. And that's like my extent. (laughs) Yeah. But people actually take it like way further into more detailed elements of like how all of it kind of comes together because and we will get into this a little bit more in a bit but I feel like just the idea of planetary influences on who we are as a person and like the moment that we're born and like how all of that kind of comes into play and like energy and spirituality mm-hmm. those kind of things are like what shapes this a little bit for people in more of a impactful way and so if gravity and energy is affecting like the planets as they're moving through the universe And it's something that, like, the moon is affecting the waves and the ebb and flow of how that all goes down. How is it that that isn't necessarily happening for us Mm -hmm. in that capacity as well?
0: And that's a great way to think about it because I think the people that are like, this is all BS and, like, you're just relying on it to make yourself feel better. Like, A, if that's someone's prerogative, then let them be. But also, those are really very real points like those things do affect the energy around us and what's to say that that energy isn't then affecting you personally um we we did do something with a birth chart at some point didn't we like years ago you and i yeah didn't we do something like we were at an apartment of yours with a bunch of people and somebody had that big book i think it was like susan miller's really big book or something, I might be making this up. But I think someone we knew at one point had an, their birth chart read as a gift to them. And they went, like, really in-depth. And it was really cool to learn about – I know you're forgetting, but I it's there somewhere, so it has to be real because <laughs> I do not make things up. But it was really interesting to hear – Not just how much she connected with it, obviously, because it was her reading, but also like how all of us were kind of sitting there being like, holy Toledo, like this can't just be from nowhere. And those energies have to like land somewhere, right? So it's It's talking about it in that sense, I think, for those that maybe don't take it as seriously have it sit with them a little bit longer than Mm -hmm. maybe it would if you're just like I'm a Leo what like and just call it at that to have some backup for it I think makes a lot of sense
1: yeah because like the fact that someone's defining a Leo and a Taurus and an Aries all with different personality traits is like yeah what people dive into is that like basic level of information but Mm -hmm. the reality is like it goes so much deeper than that and i think where the skeptics skepticism comes across is like people don't take the time to like really dive into it with a lot of like with a lot of things too so true yeah but i think in that sense and not to discredit that by any means like you know everybody can take everything with their own version of you know what that is and what i found interesting is that the article also mentioned that we as millennials see kind of life as this kind of intermingling of false truths. Mm -hmm. And I've never really thought about it in this context from a generational standpoint. But the reality is, we rely on a lot of our lives and our experiences, at least the last, you know, 20 years of our lives, having built on the internet and right. reality TV show and kind of having this ba- – figuring out the balance between reality and perceived reality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it feeds so well into this whole concept of how social media is, like, affecting how we portray ourselves to the to the community and to Anytime. our, you know, friends and followers and all of that. And so it just um, – it's interesting to think about it in the context of like us as a generation and like what things affected us from whole as well, mm-hmm. and like why we're putting some weight into this in a different capacity than we ever have yeah
0: and I would have never honestly when we started talking about using this as a topic and, and diving into it a little bit deeper beyond just like what your birthday is and what your sign is i didn't I, I didn't ever really consider how the age that we are affects the way that we, and it does for everything. I don't know why I thought that this would be any different, but the the age that we are and the generation that we belong to utilizes this information very, very differently. And the fact that people have written about it and really relied on it in some way is really interesting to learn more about, especially because like, so there are a couple of online magazines of some kind that... Um, took it much more seriously after they saw the bump in traffic to their website when they would post horoscope. So like broadly is an offshoot of vice and broadly is like all women all the time, all facets of what makes you a woman, how you identify as a woman. So it's really like, it's for that population. And the um, woman who runs broadly was talking about how they kind of just were doing it for fun because it was like a hot topic, just like we talked about. But then as they were seeing people like, drive to the site when they were posting these things they were like "Ooh, I guess we should probably take this a little bit more seriously and they actually hired someone who does this as their work and they put a lot more time and effort into making sure that the the information they were delivering was as accurate as they could make it um, and took it as seriously as they could because they see it as this this thing that so many women really do want and and crave that kind of grounding and information. So I thought that that was really interesting, where even a woman who is there out there supporting other women is like, this is dumb. Like, Let's just like put it out there because people want to see the word astrology, or they just want to see the word Leo or something like that, but then had their kind of way of thinking
1: turned around a little bit because they were like, ooh, maybe we should take this seriously. I think that's really important to think about, too, because once it becomes more of like you put the time and energy into it and invest in something that's actually going to produce quality work for mm-hmm. the, your community, that ultimately results in you creating a better connection with your, your readers, your yeah. audience, in whatever capacity it is that you're connecting with them. But to actually provide them with something that they connect to and like relate to... And, and return to. And return to is so important because that is creating if it's something that they care about, they're obviously going to see through it if it isn't authentic. Exactly. And I think that's what they saw happening. And that's why, like, I honestly would
0: love to hear about the Instagram posts that are just like, what bag are you? And even even websites I really respect that are saying, like, your best workout based on your sign. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I really want to know... And, again, website that I really respect get a lot of, like, what I feel is valuable information from around wellness and health and everything like that. And they're telling me, like, this is – what am I, a runner all of a sudden because I'm a Leo?
1: Like, screw you. I can't run. (laughs) Like, come on. Well, same thing. It's, like, because Torians are supposedly lazy, then, like – the best thing you can do is, like, go out for a walk. Yeah. It's like, no, I actually really like a tough workout. Right. I want to sweat.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I know that's, like, such a small thing, but it really makes you think, like, why aren't more people – if you're going to put it – out I mean, don't even put it out there if you're not going to – give it some kind of authenticity and some life a little bit. Like, don't just jump on the train because everybody's on the train. Like, that's not going to get your followers what they are looking for and what they come to you for, which is good quality pieces of
1: information. Um, I think the other thing to think about, too, is, like, in a little bit, of a way, a lot of these things are interconnected like mm-hmm. we 're not going to church as much as we used to we 're starting to meditate more, and the minute that you start meditating more you 're feeling like more connected to the present moment and the energy around you and also <laughs> if you 're feeling connected to the energy of like your surroundings and just feeling present in like the the life that you 're currently living you 're obviously going to have some sort of like more more of an incl- inclination to explore some of these other things that connect in that spiritual way mm-hmm. in a different way. It, if it's not, you know, taking it to heart 100%, it's at least exploring it and just maybe, you know, reading it in depth when before you might totally look past it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love what um Jessica Legnato does for Girl Boss. Mm-hmm. I feel like the stuff that I've read from her has been really helpful and kind of like the same thing where it's like you take the care in putting the effort into you know what your readers expect from you and providing you know in her sense they do it kind of on a is it a monthly basis I think I'm not sure they that do would it like make a monthly sense. yeah or when there's like something happening like someone was like it's Aries season, and they did like a whole Instagram story series for everybody. Um, but it talks about it from the perspective. It's two paragraphs, and then includes like from a personal perspective and from a work perspective, and then a daily mantra. Oh, and it's okay. like, if you're thinking about these things, if you're sitting down and meditating, and like this certain thing resonates with you, how is that a bad thing? Right, right, exactly. And I think
0: that's what it goes back to is like, you're not hurting anybody by having something that helps you feel good. You know, you You're not, you're literally not hurting anybody. So I do think that was another one. The Girl Boss one was mentioned in this piece that was like when Broadly kind of took a turn toward taking it more seriously. Girl Boss kind of was doing the same thing of being like, this is a place where we really need to give our readers what they're asking for. Um, And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that we can't talk about astrology without talking about Miss Susan Miller. An Astrology Zone. Did I get you on that kick? You did. Because I need to explain, like, where I got the kick. I would love to hear it because you did get me on the kick. And then you go to the Astrology Zone website. And it's, like, pretty brutal looking. I'll be honest. Like, it's not. It's it's a little janky. It's not top notch. It's not, like, giving me you know the colors and the bold font and the the thought that goes usually into a really really popular website but this woman has literally cornered the market on readers and people who identify in with their sign and want to know more about it so i'll i as some background she has been doing this since, I think, 95. She's had readers since 95, but she might have been doing it before that. Who knows? But um, so the whole thing started in 95. This woman gets 6.5 million readers worldwide per month. And she sells out. And she, her, she doesn't even charge a lot, I guess, for her in-person stuff. It's like $99, which, like, a lot of people are paying like upwards of $500 for conferences these days and she's she's sitting with a small group of people for 99 bucks to talk to them about where they're at and how how she can help them and help like do their readings and things like that. So this woman like is all like kind of a conundrum to me because she's she's so out there and she is kind of like the the go-to in
1: this space. Um but how did you about her yeah honestly it for me it was college junior year so uh I
0: remember the day I remember the so day well
1: my one of my roommates Kelsey was like oh I just finished reading my month-long horoscope I was like what <laughs> wow because I had at that point only heard about you know same as you like magazines flipping through back page reading your you know horoscope outlook and you're like Put necklace these, to wear this month. These four to, like, sentences. all the guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feeling really connected to it. Um, so she was like, oh, yeah, Susan Miller is, like, legit in the astrology world. She's the best of the best. And um, she puts out a monthly horoscope, and it comes out the first day of every month. Mm-hmm. And literally people, like, wait with bated breath, and sometimes they don't come out exactly on the first day, and people freak out. But I started that fine day reading my monthly horoscopes and i haven't looked back since that's awesome but i find what's interesting about what she does with the like assessment from a monthly standpoint is like kind of gives you a breakdown on like what is happening with the planets Mm -hmm. and like what things like certain times she'll give you time frames of like you know, we've, you'll hear mentions of, like, Mercury's retrograde or, like, this planet's crossing this planet. and Because, like, that's the other thing. It's like, we're moving right yeah. now, guys. Did you know that?
0: <laughs> There's all those memes that are, like, you're just, like, a bag of skin, like, encased in whatever on a rock that's hurtling through space. And yeah. what are you worried about? <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I guess when you put it like that.
1: <laughs> and I feel like that just kind of gives it perspective where you're like, yeah. It's every that's so huge and like we're passing Venus right now. What? So <laughs> crazy. When you read about those things. Again, I'm not an expert. I read it from like kind of a basic level, but I feel like the way that she presents it is like here's how this will affect you in this capacity gives like if you're in publishing or if you're in because in the sense of like how astrology works, each of the planets rule different things. Mm-hmm. So like Mercury for communication, Venus for like love and sauciness. And beauty. (laughs) Um, So, how all of those things affect you, and like what's happening in that month timeframe, and how you can kind of see the way that your month is going to play out. Again, if you're looking at it from the beginning of the month, it's more of like a good guidance factor of like what are the things that I should be aware of? What should I be like is there something that's kind of that's happening right now that plays into this? Mm-hmm. I feel like it just puts you on a level of awareness that yes. helps you have a little bit more perspective about what's going on in the world and it's not all about you. It's actually you're just like a speck on this freaking giant planet, Mm -hmm. universe, galaxy, like it's actually crazy how much time we spend worrying about nonsense that, you know, we can live it out and just embrace it and let the world kind of give us what we want to have it give us. Right, right. Embrace the energy. Yes. And I just, I think that that month, that monthly is
0: so thorough. Like, honestly, my attention span is generally like fairly short for, for, Longer articles. <laughs> I'm like really enthralled. But that, it, it's really long. It's really thorough. It gets into like every facet of your life in a way that I haven't seen with another person who does astrology like it is it is in kind of a class of its own which makes her so so interesting because apparently she also the the, uh, piece I was reading was from Vanity Fair and apparently she never discloses her age she's got like all of these little nuances that like just in addition to what she does as her work make her very different than other people in general and she's just kind of She's always at an arm's length, although she is literally telling people things that some, in some cases probably get them through their day. And so she's just this very interesting character of a person that you want to know more about based on how many people rely on what she's doing so, so often. So I think that like we would definitely have been in, in the missed zone if we hadn't talked about her a little bit.
1: Oh, yeah. So. Uh, she has... A wild impact is kind of insane to think about. I know. How many people are reading her things? I
0: kind of want to like. So we're coming up on May soon, and I kind of want to see what my May looks like. But I'm gonna do it in the privacy of my own home and not tell anybody.
1: <laughs> I wanna, I wanna get the lowdown. But I think that that goes into like the context of sharing some of the resources that exist out there because again we can hit at some of the important key terms to be aware of and then give a little bit of like here are some things that you might want to explore if this is a topic that is of interest to you or you're just curious to learn more or if you're like Brianna and Sid are dumb. Let's like you go see look the this up. And You're like,
0: never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important to think about it because it isn't the end all, be all of like who you are as a person but the reality is that it's an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself that may help you just be self-aware yes and if there's anything that could be helpful for you in your life it is to have self-awareness true and if your horoscope isn't accurate for you then at least you can say well i'm not stubborn <laughs> guys but really i am um i was like who told you that that's <laughs> true because they lied <laughs> lies But I think this is the opportunity where you can go beyond your, you know, Bon Appetit food horoscope and break down some basics. Yes. So I wanted to give everybody a little bit of some high-level FYIs because Mm -hmm. we both kind of walked into this whole conversation knowing what, quote-unquote, is our sun sign. Yeah. And so – the birthday and year that's the basic but what's interesting about that is that there are different signs that rule different things so here's some terms that you're gonna be faced with in your exploratory phase of astrology and we're gonna hit it up for you guys your sun sign determines your ego Hmm. your identity and your role in life And so this is usually the one that people attribute with themselves. Like, this is who I am. This is my personality. This is my, this is what I present to the world. And this is the one, like, if you're reading your horoscope, it's usually this one. Yeah. So. When you say ego, I'm like, Leo. (laughs) So from the other perspective, your rising sign is also known as your ascendant. Just huh. FYI, because you'll see both those terms out there in the world, but this is how you present to the world. This is your style, the first impression, and that basically is based on the time of your birth. And this is something that changes every two hours, so that's crazy. It, you need to know like the exact um, time of your birth to like I get my mom on the phone. Yeah, be like, "Where's my birth certificate? Where's the?" Where's the time stamp? Like nothing was botched, right? Because I need this information. You're like, this is important <laughs> to my future. Um, but that's something that's interesting. So, um, in, for example, the Girl Boss horoscopes that they do, they show, they'll write like Taurus or Taurus rising. Hmm. And so, a lot of people r- will read both their sun sign and their, their rising sign because it shows you basically how you're kind of living in the world. Your how, first impression. That's a great way to explain that. Mm-hmm. So that's how, you, how you're how uh, you rocking in that perspective. Mm-hmm. And then the mood sign is what rules your emotions, your moods, and your feelings. Mm-hmm. And so this is, like, more of your personal vibe. This is something that is actually related to, like, how you're thinking about things and how, like what you would basically say about yourself in your own time
0: i'd be interested to know what my moon sign was
1: well Sid, we've got some resources for you that we do we'll hit hit up holy toledo um but a before we hit that (laughs) there are two other things that i feel like people talk about all the time yes and i feel like it needs to be said you will read on countless accounts mercury's retrograde everyone I say it out loud in my office all the time. You like, text us. Oh, yeah. I'm like, guys,
0: prepare yourselves. Hold on tight. It's happening. And I almost said it in an inappropriate forum at a meeting when someone's like, I'm just feeling really off. And I almost, like, almost well, Mercury's retrograde, let it rip. So. And I was like, guys, just so you know. And I was like, not the time, not the place. So like, check yourself a little bit. But yeah, I was about to like school
1: that person and say, just so you guys know, don't sign any papers. So... The The lady of Our Astrology Live, Susan Miller, said that Mercury rules all types of communication. And that includes negotiating, selling, buying things, hmm. signing formal contracts and agreements, a lot of documents. So you might be writing a book manuscript or some college papers, um, a, a lease, will. All those important documents it also rules transportation shipping and travel this is a lot of things guys every this is terrifying that literally talks to every part of my life so <laughs> when mercury retrogrades which basically means it appears like it's going backwards in orbit but it's actually it's not doing that it just it seems like that um these are the things that t- tend to like kind of get a little crazy and so She'll – Susan will say in your monthly horoscope, like, when – I think it happens four times a year, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, don't sign, you know, a contract for a new job or, you know, try to avoid travel. Or if you are traveling, give yourself extra time because they're probably going to lose your luggage. Jeez, um. Or your flight's going to get canceled. Oh, that's such a nightmare. <laughs> so, to be fair, I found that to be quite accurate. Like. When those when that happens with the planetary situation, it's it's accurate, and so it's like scary when you're like, whoa, when you're aware of don't it, make any and crazy then changes. yeah,
0: and then like things actually happen. You don't want to like half of it is an, a joke in my mind, but the other half is like very real. Like you're sitting there being like, why is everything going wrong? Like, and I would challenge people if they are like, this is BS, like. The next time, because you'll hear about it, like Brianna said, like <laughs> everybody's talking about it and every account ever. Um, or now, because we said it, you'll notice it everywhere. Yes. Yeah. That's probably more accurate. Um, just notice, like, where you're at on a regular basis when Mercury's in retrograde, because I now fully am like, I need to just stay home <laughs> when, <laughs> when that's
1: where we're at. So, another thing that will is super relevant to us in our. Our like audience age range. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this thing called Saturn's return, and Sounds this like happens. A movie. Saturn's return. It was actually uh, Gwen Stefani. that no doubt had an album, and you
0: love Gwen Stefani,
1: <laughs> love her. Um, but anyway, Saturn takes about 29 years to move through all of the signs. Um, there are 12 of them, FYI, and so a lovely. Uh, individual Claire Comstock Gay wrote that these returns mark the beginnings and ends of major movements in your life. And for most people, they um, experience up to three of them. So the first one takes place around age 29. So that really is what kind of helps you move from your youthfulness to that land of adulthood. I am like agape right now because you're, I am 28. Yes. I was about to say <laughs> you're probably in the beginning stages of this because they usually say between 27 to 30 is when these things start to happen. Yeah. And so you're re- you'll be faced with challenges and questions about your life and the life that you want. And so not only is that just like Something that seems logical for, you know, as you're, pass- <laughs> as you're passing toward the end of your 20s. Like, it seems to make sense. But yes. um, in that sense of, like, what Saturn is ruling, it gives you a, a great opportunity for you to, to question some things and have some opportunities for self-reflection. And I can vouch that this is a very real thing. The last three years of my life have been insane Yes, that's in this, true. like, mode of personal development and self-reflection and what has kind of come out of this is what we're doing here with queen speaking which is wow. kind of amazing but i'm turning 30 next month so and saturn literally just like left my i'm a taurus and so it just recently left taurus and is transitioning so wow. i'm kind of crazy. feeling like the the like whoa i just went through a whole mess of stuff and like a lot 27 to 30 has been a lot a lot i can vouch yeah <laughs> Sid's been through it with me. <laughs> but those are things that will – it's something to be – like, to consider because, you are you know, you go through it in your 20s and then it's going to happen again as you, you know, you're in your 50s and kind of transitioning into this other land of being middle-aged and wow. how to handle those things. But those are kind of, like, the key things to be aware of from a terminology perspective and what to, to pay attention to and stuff that, you know, might be worth exploring about yourself. I am thinking,
0: okay, this is crazy, and everybody can tell me it's crazy, but what if, like, things like turning 30 weren't as big a deal, like, until, like, things like this, is that crazy? Am I, like, I'm not making any sense, but, like, if... If you were just, like, turning a new age and you were just going on to the next thing, like, everybody says, like, 30 is a big deal. But why are people saying 30 is a big deal? I mean, it is a big deal. You're changing decades. But, like, I didn't think too much about turning 20. So No, you're so right. <laughs> so, like, you're turning, and, and it is, like, that adulthood thing, like, there's a lot of pressure, but, like, who started saying that, like, you got to have all of your stuff together by 30? Like, who's who's the person who's saying that? And are they, yeah, and are they the reason that people have, like, a real strong reaction to that specific change? And I know people have reactions to, like, when they're going 39 to 40, 49 to 50, but, mm-hmm. like it's is it because it's a round number like what are the reasons that people like really need and find to be very introspective and a lot of reflection happens around those times like is it like because you're just taking on a new decade or what but I just got like a very real like flash of like holy Toledo like is it ruling everything and I just ignored it (laughs)
1: I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> well, in that sense, too, like, this is the opportunity. The reason why we're even having this discussion is because this information exists. And if it's helpful for you to navigate your life in some capacity, then you should lean into it. You should, like, embrace the the concepts that come up for you because mm-hmm. in that sense it's giving you the chance to be like okay I've been living with blinders on and now for the first time ever I'm aware of like how the world is around me yeah. or just like what is happening around me and maybe taking a minute to just
0: reflect. Oh my gosh, I'm so like I feel like I'm glad that we're like wrapping up because I Need a minute, <laughs> Sid's freaking out, guys. I am free- because I'm 2029 this
1: year. Like, that is like you're hitting me with a lot, Brianna. <laughs>
0: I'm it's not
1: ready, a, it's a lot. So, with that, Sid and the rest of our queens, <laughs> here's some resources that you guys might want to look into. Um, obviously, Susan Miller, she has an app too, Queen. so. You can download that as well, um, or obviously her website, um, astrologyzone.com, and we'll link to all of these in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Jessica Lignato is the resident girl boss astrologer, and those are the ones that I find to be, like, from, like, a work and personal, like, fun perspective on things that kind of like hit at the right time and resonate with me those are usually the ones that i screenshot to sid yes i like that stuff um other ones that i recently have heard about in podcasts and read about or referenced on many different occasions the numinous Hmm. Um, and then there's an app called costar so those are things worth exploring and maybe you know you mentioned broadly having you know some articles and things yes check them out so, lots of options. We want to hear from you guys on whether you think this is awesome or BS. Yes,
0: and we'll throw a poll on the Instagram. We want to hear from you, because especially with this one, we want to hear from you all the time. But holy Toledo,
1: I'm like, I need to like go have a drink, <laughs> I think. Sid's ready to take a minute and like dive into the... You, so, a fun fact, I did down before we did this podcast, because I just learned about the CoStar app, I downloaded it and, like, input my info, because I know what time I was born and where. Naturally. So, um, that info basically led to a full, like, digest of my birth chart, and the information is
0: wild. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, when we break, I'm gonna take a beat, have a beverage, and call my mom. <laughs> i Excellent. <laughs> Shall we break? Let's break. Feeling like a queen yet? Find us at Queen Speaking on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram and tell us all about it. See you next week.